Welcome back to the Grace Free Journey podcast. I am Pastor Terry. I am your host, and it is great to have you with us. If you're a first-timer, thank you for joining us. Man, we pray you'll be blessed and encouraged. If you've been with us before, thank you so much for coming back. Well, we're in Matthew chapter 6, and we did verse 25, our last episode. Let me just remind you what it says. It says, Therefore I tell you, do not be anxious about your life, what you will eat or what you'll drink, nor about your body, what you will put on it. Is not life more than food? and the body more than clothing? And of course, the answer is yes. This is Jesus talking. Again, he's in the Sermon on the Mount. And last time we talked about being anxious. Don't be anxious about life. If you, if And, and here were, there were three keys, remember? If we value the right things, if we really let the right voice speak into our heart and our life, which is the voice of God through his word, right? And if we really understand that God's in charge. If we have those three things, a lot of the anxiety and anxious feelings will begin to go away. And that value shift is a big one. It's learning to value the things of heaven more than the things of earth. To value the things that that the Bible says that moth, rust, and weather can't destroy or decay, but it's valuing the kingdom of God and his word and those truths. Those are if we really begin to value those things, man, I promise you, those anxious feelings and all that anxiety that you're under will start to lift. I promise you it will. So we so we move down to verse 26. So let's look at this. It says, Now look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Um, are you not more valuable than they? And so Jesus says, Look, look at the birds. God takes care of the birds. The birds matter because they're part of his creation, but you matter more because Jesus died for you. And so if he's going to take care of birds that probably don't have, the, well, they certainly don't have the same kind of soul we do. That's a fact. Um, is he, if he takes care of them, isn't he going to take care of you? And the answer is, of course, that's what Jesus is saying. Then he goes on, he says this, And which of you, by being anxious, can add one single hour to his span of life? Now, Jesus isn't saying um, you're invincible to stupid. <laughs> I mean, if you're a diabetic, I'm a diabetic. And if I eat bad, my blood sugar is going to go up and it could hasten my promotion to heaven. So he's not going into that. He is simply making a statement that is broad and generally understood by most people. It doesn't matter if you sit and worry and worry and worry and fret and fret and fret about death. Death is still coming. And all of that worry and all that fretting doesn't add one second to your life. And, that, and that's true. Then he goes on, he says, Now, um, and you are anxious about clothing. Consider the lilies of the field and how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. Yet I tell you, even Solomon in all of his glory was not arrayed like one of these. But if God so clothes the grass of the field, which today is alive and tomorrow will be thrown into an oven, in other words, it will be cut down and thrown and be burned because it will be no good anymore, will he not much more clothe you, O you of little faith. So Jesus says, look, look at the look at the birds, look at the flowers, look at the grass. God's taking care of all of this stuff, and you are infinitely more important than that. You are more valuable than any of that. You're so valuable that Jesus came and died for you. You are incredibly valuable. So if God takes care of the grass of the field, isn't he going to take care of you? Then Jesus goes on and says, therefore, do not be anxious, saying, what are we going to eat? Or what are we going to drink? Or what are we going to wear? Then he says this, For the Gentiles seek after all these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them all. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. So how do we seek 
God's kingdom and his righteousness. All right, there's three things. One, most important, you got to know the Lord. You've got to know Christ personally. What does that mean? That means you you have to have come to the place in your life where you've said, Jesus, I really believe you left heaven and came to earth. I really believe you died on the cross in my place. What you did there took care of my sin problem. And no matter how good I am, no matter how much money I give, no matter how much I serve, no matter who my grandparents were, I I know none of that matters. I had a sin problem and it had to be taken care of. In Jesus, you did it. You did it by dying on the cross and then on the third day, resurrecting from the grave. And then you've got to come to the place where you declare Jesus Lord of your life, believe in the miracle of the resurrection, right? Got to do that. And then repent, turn from your sins. God will save you, redeem you, fill you with the Holy Spirit, and your life will be changed forever. So step one, if you are going to seek the kingdom of God and avoid the anxiousness of the world, if you want peace and joy in your life and not the anxious feelings that drive so many people to unhealthy things, taking more medicine than they should, drinking all this kind of stuff more than they should, it's just incredible what people are driven to. So if you don't want to live that life and you want a life of joy and peace, you got to know Christ first. First. Second, you need to be in his word, God's word, every day. You need to be in the Bible every day. I I mean, I'm not saying you got to spend an hour, but you need to spend significant time in the word so the spirit of God can speak to you because that's primarily how he's going to speak to you. And here's the third thing. You've got to find a believing community. You need to be in a church. You need to find a believing community where people are going to speak the wonderful words of scripture into your life. They're not going to condemn you, judge you, hold you back. And when you make a mistake, put their foot on your throat. You don't want to be in a place like that. But man, when you struggle, they're going to pick you up. When you're questioning, they're going to walk with you to get the answers. When you're hurting, man, they're going to stay in prayer with you till the Holy Spirit comes and comforts you in a profound way. You get involved in these three things and you will begin to really see that you're seeking the kingdom of God first and his righteousness and all the other stuff that everybody's worrying about. God's going to take care of that. Listen, seek first God's kingdom and you'll find unbelievable grace for every step of your journey. Let me pray for you. Well, Father, we love you so much and thank you. And now, Lord, I pray that that every person who listens... uh, wherever they are in the world, that they will know you personally, that they will be in your word regularly, and they will be surrounded by a community of brothers and sisters that love them and that care for them. Father, we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Hey, God bless you, and we'll talk again next time. Thank you so much for listening to this edition of the Grace for Your Journey podcast. I pray that it has been a blessing and an encouragement to you. Pass it around if you think it would help somebody. And we look forward to you dropping by again for another episode of the Grace for Your Journey podcast.